the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast with John Taylor and Shan Carr. Okay, who's counting? What are we up to? Is this is this episode 50? Nope. Oh, we're 49? I think we're 49. I think okay. we are 49. Okay. And we'll never year. go above 49 because you know how we are about <laughs> hitting 50. We're having... It's yeah, not going to happen. It's podcast midlife crisis with the I Love Gay Palm Springs <laughs> podcast. We're joined by comedian Shankar, my co-hostess with the mostest. And, of course, we've got Dr. Laura Rush from Kaiser Permanente. We've got Brad Fur, our gay desert guide. And we have the editor and publisher and creator of Coachella Valley Independent, Jimmy Bogle. And I have to say, uh, it's been a wild week. Yeah. Wow, has it? it? It's just been... Before we get into anything, I have to say, this was a great experience for me. Oh, Yes, it was. Seeing people at Ruth Hardy Park with their masks on, uh, out in force, and the and you know you put a great posting about it, Shan, about the creators of uh, the the march that happened this past Saturday. Eight high school girls from East Valley put the whole thing together. Pretty impressive, actually. I mean, it was beautiful. There. It started on time. It ended on time. Everybody spoke for three minutes. So if you didn't like what they had to say, there was somebody great coming next. And no incidents, all masks, great signs. My favorite was put avocado on racism and maybe white people will notice. (laughs) The one that got me was uh, about the mothers. Yes, once he called out for his mother, all mothers were enlisted. Yeah. Yeah, so great. And so, I have to I have to give the organizers credit as well. I mean, you know, all the concerns I had about going out, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, they were handing out masks if you didn't have them. They were mm-hmm. handing out water in case you got dehydrated. Someone was going around with hand sanitizer if you needed yeah. it. I mean, they had they were on the ball. And you know, obviously there's nothing completely safe in this world, but I felt about as safe as I could feel in terms of the pandemic at that at Ruth Hardy Park. They did such an amazing job. I'm just blown away. I mean, how many, Brad, how many events have we gone to in this town with high paid, highfalutin event producers that couldn't hold a candle to these kids? Yeah, so I mean, true. they got the sound right, the music set the perfect tone. Yeah. Um, they had a DJ there and, you know, it was, it was very thoughtful all the way through. You and I were standing with police chief Reyes for a while. I did not hear his police radio going off. Um, and Jim, you and I wandered around together and, uh, photographed and talked to people. Um, what I ended up doing was standing stationary and the entire group marched around the park. And I captured that on video and I put it on our Gay Desert Guide uh, Facebook page. Yeah. And it's not, and I just want to sh- say, it's not just these amazing kids as well. Um, at CV Independent, we just did an interview with the organizer of the Palm Desert March a week ago, the one that scared people initially um, on El Paseo. And it was, you know, we, they didn't come out and say who they were in advance, which I think alarmed people. But it's another young, local, mostly East Valley group of people. Um, I really wanted to go to the one in Indio um, on, tu- I believe it was on Tuesday. It was originally scheduled for Monday, June 1st. But when the county put on their, um, I will say it, idiotic curfew at the last minute, countywide, um, they had to move their protest. And um, I wasn't able to make it down, but everything I've heard about that is has been amazing. I mean... Just the the activism and and what we're seeing in this valley is phenomenal. 
all all five of us here were there at Ruth Hardy Park and uh, we managed to keep our social distance and I was really relieved to see that everybody had a mask but come on I still woke up the next day like so did I get it you know like just the little under thread is always there every time as we're I, I would say I've been out more in the last seven days although not a bunch I no. would have to say, and well, everything. Yeah, the frightening thing is that it's out there, and it's it's making a a new surge out yep. here, and uh, what's what's not helping is that it's also um, allergy season. So I'm seeing a big spike in allergy symptoms, and everyone is starting to panic. That is this COVID? Is this you know something else? And I'm, well, get tested and give yourself peace of mind, um, one way or the other, and 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 know, but. You know, the winds, you know, out here, it's it just, you know, it's that obnoxious time of year right now with everything is blooming and everyone is coughing and sneezing and has a tickle in their throat. And it's setting off a different kind of panic. And we are seeing a little bit of a, of a bump. So we'll see. We'll see what happens um, within the next, you know, seven to 10 days following that. But, the, you know, the Desert Sun and the Riverside County Department of Public Health is reporting that we are seeing a little bit of a surge out here. A the little bit? And a lot. Well, we've had a spike since Memorial Day, which was not unanticipated. So, right. Well, and that's what I want to ask you about. Um, all along, they've been saying once we reopen, there's going to be an increase of some sort yeah. because there's going to be more people out and about. There's going to be more contact to contact. The 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 key is managing it. Right. And um, I, I looked, um, according to the state's numbers yesterday, we were at our hospital, um, I believe, which was actually a, a day lag, so would have been two days ago. Yeah. The hospital census um, reported to the state in the county was 85, which is the largest number I've seen it. Yeah. So at what point do we have to get concerned? Because all along they've been saying we're going to see an increase, we're going to see an increase. If you're really at high risk, you've got to be extra careful. At what point does that increase become something that we really need to, um, I don't want to say be concerned about because we can be concerned about it already, but at what point do we need to be really concerned about it? Right now they're saying that the hospitals are still able to manage anything that's coming into them. And I think that's what we're watching is it's, if the census in the hospital starts to increase or it's no longer manageable there, then we have to really be concerned. So right now they're telling us that our, our local hospitals here, uh, I know Eisenhower has been reporting a big increase, but they're mm -hmm. all still saying that it's manageable from a census point of view. So that's what we're really watching. That's what's gonna tell us, is there cause for alarm right now or not? Uh, people still have to be cautious. You know, everything is opening up. Businesses are opening up, restaurants are opening yep. up. Um, it, gyms are opening up. Tomorrow, tomorrow. yeah, World Gym tomorrow. is opening. Yeah. Is is there any advice? Uh, I have a one o'clock with my evil gay trainer, Mommy Queerist. Um, do you have, you know, I mean, they've given us protocols of, you know, how machines are going to be used in the separation between, uh, you yeah. know, ellipticals and, and aerobic uh, exercise machines. And I haven't seen it. I, I know I'm supposed to be going on Saturday as well to meet Travis, Eli. Mm -hmm. Oh, thought. hey, oh, I miss seeing Travis. He's awesome. I love him. Yeah. He's the best. I miss his smile and his energy, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm supposed to be seeing him there on Saturday. And I said, you know, I really want to go early 
because I, I want to be there before there's anybody there, before anyone has had a chance to even breathe or touch the equipment. Um, I, I don't know how they're going to handle it. From what I understand, people are going to be, you know, being requested to spray down the equipment and clean their own equipment before and after each use. And I think the lockers are closed. The right. locker rooms are supposed to be closed. Except but for the bathroom, it, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be um, a test to see how well we handle this. And then wearing a mask, which, as you know, when you're working out, is, no, is not easy. So no. with, with huffing and puffing, it's not going to be an easy, easy task. So I'm concerned, but I'm, I'm going to go and see because I am in withdrawal. And I don't know if that's a, <laughs> a, a bad decision or not, but I'll, I'll make that decision after I go on Saturday morning. If I feel like it's unsafe, you know, I'll be reporting on it next week going – <laughs> so the the question, right one of the other questions is, doc, Dr. Rush, um, from a moral dilemma standpoint, at what point is the increase in cases, the increase in patient counts at the hospitals, the increase in deaths, at what point does the government step in again and say, we're shutting things down? At what point do business leaders start saying, we understand this isn't safe, maybe we shouldn't have our bar or restaurant or gym open? You know, and these are going to be questions where I think we're going to be faced with, don't you? I think so. I, I think in the next couple of weeks, we're really going to see, is it going to become something that's unmanageable and businesses will have to either shut down again a little bit. But I, as I said last week, I think the horse is out of the barn on this and you're going to, it's going to be very hard to get people to go back to staying at home in isolation and not going out to restaurants yeah. and, and shutting down businesses again. You know, we finally started to see a drop off in the number of people filing for unemployment. And I don't know that, you know, we can handle that again. I think from an emotional point of view and from a fiscal point of view, it's going to be a hard decision to make. You know, they're already canceling things six months out. You saw Coachella was canceled. Stagecoach yep. is canceled. Yeah. Um, most of the concerts, you know, everything at the Hollywood Bowl has been canceled. So it's it's hard to say, you know, if if shutting it back everything back down again totally in the summer is going to be something that's viable i don't yeah. think it will be i i think tempers are flaring right now as we can all see so I, I i think that's a big ask even if it makes a lot of sense from a medical point of view from a health point of view well i think we are finding that the little hope of it being seasonal we are pushing straight into 110 degree yeah. temperatures while our numbers are going up so if anybody wants to know if that's going to help i think palm springs it's not shutting that. down the virus here the heat is not shutting down the virus here not at all so it, it's here and it's it's going to be here with us for a while so jimmy your intro yesterday from the newsletter the reopening dilemma do you want to capsulize that for us i think it was it's worth repeating here on the podcast well, on an early Zoom call with some of our friends, I basically said, I, I, I said, I can't wait until that lovely, wonderful day where we can meet out on arenas or at a bar and enjoy each other's company and hug again. And back in, you know, mid-March, that's the image I had in my head of that lovely, glorious day when the pandemic wasn't a thing anymore. And instead, we're not getting that. We're getting this weird, half-assed, kind of open thing that that you don't know if you want to do or not i mean you know um we we had a thing for a while there um before the pandemic pretty much um almost every friday or saturday a group of friends of ours would would meet out at a chill or at stacy's and have a drink and then go to dinner well theoretically 
we could do that on Friday. Stacy's is going to be open. I think every bar, I don't know about quads and I'm, I think Black Book is, is still doing the bodega thing, but all the other bars on arenas are going to be open on Friday. And of course, all, almost all the restaurants, um, not all of them, but most of them in Palm Springs run down. So theoretically this Friday could be that glorious day that I was looking forward to, but there's going to be no hugs. I don't think I feel comfortable going into a bar yet. Um, the only restaurants I feel really comfortable going into are ones without an, out, an outdoor patio. So we can't even enjoy that glorious, wonderful day that I was dreaming of three months ago yeah. because it's it's a mess and it's a dilemma. And people are, we had an article in the Daily Digest, people are being shamed for wanting to stay home, which I think is terrible. You know, Shamed and, for uh, wanting people, to stay home? Yeah, some, some okay. people are being shamed by their friends for not wanting to come out and see them. Yeah. And it's going the other way. People that do want to go out and experience things, uh, they're being shamed by people who think, oh, you're contributing to, you know, the end of the world. And I think we just all need to calm down and be nice to each other and do the best we can because, you know, it's it's tough. It really is. I did want to talk a little bit about the shaming today because, you know, I, I've been in some situations that I have – expressed personally how I felt uncomfortable in those situations. I didn't think that a particular uh, business was doing the right thing. And these are typically bar restaurant kind of, kind of things. And we've seen some of that behavior, but you know, I'm not about to go on this platform or on Gators or guides platform or anywhere else on social media. I'm not going to go into a, a shaming of those businesses. I actually talked to one of those uh, owners yesterday where I had an experience that wasn't particularly great when they did an event. And, uh, uh, you know, there were, I, th- I thought just too many people uh, there at the time and didn't think it was quite safe, but you know, that's, I'm not going to go out on, and, and say things about that to, uh, to shame them. And I think people have to just back off on social media about this. It's personal decisions. We're responsible adults and we can disagree with it in group settings. We're talking to people back and forth, but I don't know that we really need to go out there and, you know, plaster it on the internet. You can direct message somebody your concerns if, yeah. if, if yeah. and without right. without putting it because we all know it's like social media is a snapshot of your feelings at that very moment. And yeah. if you talk to that person privately, you might get a, a you know I I have no shame. Uh, I did go out to two bars this past weekend. I went to the Eagle 501 uh, for about 20 minutes and then went to chill for about 20 minutes. I was meeting a group of uh, close friends at a table and I did circulate with a mask and said hello to people. Uh, I felt comfortable. I knew that I wasn't going to spend long hours there like I would before because you know like it is it is sort of socializing you know with yeah. with handcuffs and not the good kind and uh so I it, it didn't feel like a, I wanted to spend the whole night but I was so glad to you know see some of my uh friends and and acquaintances that I hadn't seen in a while so I don't have any shame about that if I, I had felt com- uncomfortable I would have been out the door well, and I went two places on Sunday, and same as 10 days ago, an out-of-town guest is what seems to get me out of my house and my sense of trying to make sure they have a good time while they're here, which is crazy. But we went to a brunch somewhere, and I, I felt uncomfortable. There was a lot of people there. There 
you know, they were still using the hardcover menus that the guy before you had and all those little things. We are looking for them because it's a fear of your life, right? And so yeah. I, I wouldn't say who they are. And then afterwards we drove down arenas and it looked like it was starting to bustle, but not terribly. And so we did go in somewhere and they said they would take our our temperature and they said only four at a table, but they didn't take our temperature. And we were a party of five and we lasted five minutes there. And uh, we went home and you just have to be ready to make the decision. Yeah. It's your own call, yeah. right? It's your own call. So we got up and we left and we poured a drink in the backyard and laughed from six <laughs> feet away. And, you know, no shame wherever you land on that. We're all doing the best that we can do. We're trying to take yeah. care of each other, but mostly you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be the case going forward this weekend and every weekend this summer is just doing what you consider is best best for you. And if you're not comfortable going out, then by all means, there's nothing wrong with staying home and, and being safe. There's nothing wrong with maintaining Absolutely. six feet or, long, or longer or more when you're out with your friends. I'll, I'll be going out to a restaurant for the first time this weekend. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. And I'm a little nervous about it, but there's only four of us going. So we'll, we'll see how we do. I Four that are kind of already in your circle, which we've figured out who our bubbles are, haven't we? Yeah. 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 Like, okay, I'll take your cooties and your cooties and your cooties. <laughs> I know Brad, where you're, Brad you're a vector. Brad, you're a vector. <laughs> like, I know no, where you've been, so... <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to, yeah. to getting out a little bit. I'm 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 tired of cooking and I'm tired of ordering in. That's that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. How can there be so many dishes? Always dishes, right? I thought it was just me. I'm like, who the hell put all these mugs in the sink? And you know, I live alone. <laughs> I know. I have no one to blame. Did I eat 17 meals today? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So anything new that is at the forefront medically that you want to cover, Dr. Rush? Real quick, I know it's interesting. They're looking at um, blood types and, yeah. and how that's affecting people's ability to either not get or, or get COVID. So they're, Are they're there real results? There's been a study. We've had about 2,000 people in the study. So, you know, not a tiny study, but they're looking and they're, they're seeing, well, all blood types can get the virus. It seems to be particularly um, susceptible if you are type A. Right. Hi, and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so it, they're just saying, if you know, if you are type A, then you need to be a little bit more cautious that you may be more susceptible to having respiratory failure. Not necessarily just getting the virus, but more susceptible to respiratory failure specifically. And it has something to do with the way the receptors are coded on the genes. So, and it happens to do with what's coding for that particular blood type. That gene is also coding for a receptor that has an affinity for COVID, uh, the SARS virus. So that's, that's why they're seeing that specifically. So they're looking into that, which is an interesting way to start managing care. You know, we typically look at blood types for transfusion purposes um, for, for pregnant women. We look at their blood types, um, but I haven't really seen it used much else. So this is kind of interesting to say, oh, okay, Cur that's curious. So we're looking at that now and more to come there. I rolled my eyes immediately because how many diet plans have said you have to eat certain things because of your blood type? So I just put it in the creepy diet plan uh, category. But have they ever figured out if type A blood people are more inclined to be type A personalities? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm reaching. 
<laughs> and on that happy note, no, Dr. Rush, anything else for us today? I, that, that's all I got today. I just, you know, again, it was, it's been a crazy week and I'm, I'm looking forward to right. the weekend and, and seeing how we do. I'll have some to report next week. And it says I venture to a restaurant and the gym for the first mm-hmm. time in three months. Sounds good. Tell us about it next week, honey. Thank you for being here. You Thanks guys have a great us. weekend. All right. Have a good time. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. So, Jimmy, uh, we are hanging on every newsletter that we get. Last night as well, I uh, read it by the starlight outside on the patio and laughed and cried. And would you mind wrapping it up for our viewers? Sure. Well, obviously, we're doing our Daily Digest still five days a week, um, which, of course, it started out being strictly COVID news. And then the last couple of weeks, it's been a mix of COVID and Black Lives Matter and the demonstrations. And, um, you know, when when the next big thing happens, it'll probably be that as well. But, um, you know, we've just been uh, trying to get the news out there. You know, one of the things we're really following is this reopening process, because as we uh, discussed with Dr. Rush, you know, this is out. The governor basically said two days ago that, you know, we're not going to close up again yeah. um, because we just really can't. And, um, you know, they'll they'll mitigate, they'll do things. But the one thing I want to emphasize is because I've seen a lot of people panicking, and I don't use that word mildly, on social media about some of the increases in numbers and the increases in hospitalizations. And I want to reiterate all along, they've been saying that when we start the reopening process, this is going to happen. Yeah. The question is if it happens too much. Right. And that means that we've all got to be diligent. We've got to wear masks. We've got to wash our hands. If you don't like masks, you think they're uncomfortable, sorry. But when you're around people, wear them anyway. What about um, the, the shields? City? The shield, the shields, the shields are good too. Um, they kind of make you look like you're in some sort of '80s music video, but right. you know, the, it works. Basically, you're, and it's really not about protecting you as much as protecting the other people you're around. And you don't know, even though the WHO had a little bit of a idiotic moment this week with yeah. asymptomatic people, you don't know if you have it. You might feel great, but at least anywhere between 15 and 60 percent. Of depending on what study and you know you're looking at, any that that number of people who have COVID nineteen may be asymptomatic. So you've okay. really got to take precautions. But don't panic if you're not comfortable going out. Please don't. Yeah. If someone does go out, don't shame them. And we've just got to do our best to get through this because, you know, it's it's there's safety in staying inside, but certain people you know, need to get out. Certain people need to make a living. And it's not a choice between, as I've seen some people put it on social media, between dollars and lives. It's not that simple. You know, people were dying because they, because of the stay at home order as well, because of mental illness, because of the stress. And so we've got to find our way through this and we've got to stay together. And um, that's what we're covering at cvindependent.com. We're also, like I said, doing a lot of coverage. Uh, we're working on um, talking to several of the organizers of these protests. We already talked to the one, Angel Marino, um, one of the organizers of the Palm Desert protests on the first. And, um, you know, we're just trying to cover the valley as we see it. Good. Well, thank you. We love being able to check in with that. So My pleasure. And you go to CV, cvindependent.com is where you sign up for the newsletter. You can get it in your inbox um, numerous times a week. Yep. <laughs> Most every day. Most saw, every day, yes. I saw a couple of interesting posts yesterday about um, 
about the race relations that we're trying to work our way through. One of them was that a young college student managed to convince the dictionary to amend the definition of racism, um, which is pretty powerful. I should have pulled up the article, but Jimmy, I know you'll that'll stick in your head right away and you'll probably link to it because super interesting. But the po her point was to put systemic racism and some of the causes of it instead of just here's what it is and uh the people at webster's dictionary answered her pretty quickly and said yeah next print we will that's amend wonderful. that how about nascar yeah how that's the NASCAR. thing that, that's the thing that that it's such a minor thing and it's so ridiculous because it should have been done long ago but the fact that such a entrenched largely southern largely rural largely white redneck well, yes um, <laughs> let's just say the r word i mean I, yes I, I i have that in my blood i'm um, a petrol head but, myself i love it i love cars. exactly but the fact that they you know there i believe there's one african-american nascar driver and he spoke out yeah. and they said okay we're doing it and then just things that are that 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 I will admit from my white privilege standpoint, I never realized. Walmart, they have their multicultural hair products in a lot of stores are locked, are locked up. up in a case, yeah, which is interesting. And they that. said they're not going to do that anymore. And it's just you know these are little changes that should have been done long ago, but I think it shows how powerful this movement is, and yeah. that's that's and really inspiring to see. Can somebody speak to um, West Hollywood's gay pride debacle over the last couple of days? Like a bunch of rich, white, affluent, entitled guys decided to make gay pride a Black Lives Matter rally without talking to any of the Black Lives Matter people and going directly to the police Correct. to team up with the police to organize the thing. Like, I don't even... I think there were good intentions there. Sure. I really think yeah. there were, but again, it's but that it, it's it's people it's, just it's yeah, proof that you don't know that that much that you can't see even in your best heart when you set out to do something as an ally with no understanding. Yeah. I, I don't. Like yeah, last I, week, we had the yeah. brothers of the, the desert on, and my question was, "How can we be good allies?" Just ask. Right, right. And it's so hard. I mean, how many times have you had to explain how to not be an idiot about being gay? Like the yeah. fact that I've had to talk down a bunch of white gay men who are demanding that all lives matter and they're being as aware as anybody could possibly be. That's the struggle I've had this week is having to deal with my white gay male friends who cannot see themselves at all. I don't, I can only imagine what it would be like to be a black person trying to explain it. Yeah. It's just, well, it's like, it's like when, right. It's like when, again, Chan, you, to your point, it's like when people say, um, you know, you gays, or you know, I, I they, 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 they condescendingly talk to you in, 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 and they're trying to be good intentioned about it, but at the same time, you just, you get it when a, when a conversation comes up from some people, they just have no clue what you've gone through, and they don't know anything about what, what it is to live 
as a gay or a lesbian. It's the same thing with, with, with blacks. Well, with times people. a thousand. Times a, times I mean, a thousand. I mean, times a thousand. Times a thousand, this country, I agree. We haven't even eradicated, <clears throat> excuse me, we haven't even ratified the ERA, like the Equal Rights Amendment for women. There, it, 38 states are all that had to ratify it, and in 50 years or whatever, no. So we got a ways to go on so many levels, but there's no question about the fact that the way that black people have been treated in this country is at the top of the pile, and we need to manage that to get down to any of the bullshit at the bottom of the pile right now. There have been a lot of people really speaking out a lot about this, and, you know, we're, we're not the people to be speaking out about it. Right. Um, you know, obviously we need to, to speak out and, and, and do the best we can, but I think Billy Porter from Pose oh, and God. Broadway Great, he had an amazing, I believe it was on Instagram, but you can find it. Um, it's about 15 minutes long and it's, it's, it's awkward at times cause he's reading from a script, but it's, he discusses, he puts everything into perspective, yeah. um, from, from the black point it from his point of view, from the black point of view, um, from the gay point of view. He talks a lot about, you know, the tr transgender issues as well. That's, I think, worth 15 minutes of everyone's time. We, to we posted that, that on, it's on the uh, homepage of Gay Desert yes. Guide and our YouTube yes. channel, so you can find it there. Uh, and shall it. we move on to the, to the week that is? Yes. Yeah. You know, I've, uh, I've been working with my team and, you know, over the past few weeks, as things slowly started to reopen, the floodgates opened up this week, as we know. Hotels opened up a couple weeks are, are opening up uh, Friday the 12th for, for the most part. Uh, our vacation rentals, the Bureau of Tourism has taken uh, on a campaign to promote Palm Springs and to get people coming back out here. So again, those floodgates are opened and we are starting to cover again uh, all the great things that are happening in Palm Springs. Um, leading off this week in our I Love Gay Palm Springs newsletter is um, Street Bar reopening this weekend. They used to open up on Friday, June 12th. That'll be tomorrow if you're seeing this in uh, almost real time on Thursday. You guys have been to my place, and so you know that my downstairs neighbor is a karaoke uh, guy. This is, and Street Bar is his place. And for months, I have not heard a peep. And with the announcement that Street Bar was opening up, and they're not going to be doing karaoke at first. That's correct. He was practicing his karaoke. <laughs> and it was kind of, it used to be kind of an annoyance. But now I was like, oh, it just felt so good to hear his singing coming up through the floorboards again. So you know what they say, how do you get to Street Bar stage? Practice, practice, practice. practice. <laughs> yeah. So karaoke isn't going to happen for probably a while. They'll test no. that out at some time in the future. But the fact that they're opening obviously uh, got them into rehearsals. Yes. And the old Carpenter song, Bless the Beasts and the Children, the Living uh, Desert Zoo and Gardens opening this weekend. On Monday, um, I believe, actually. Monday, yeah, members this weekend. And then Monday, yeah. it's to the, uh, to the commoners out there. What we haven't heard about yet is the tramway. And, and so we'll keep an eye on that over the next few weeks. Uh, Short Fest, their official selections have been uh, noted. And Shan, I believe we're going to have uh, someone from Short Fest, maybe one of the uh, filmmakers next week on the show, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, CV, there's a lot of things going on. CV Rep is doing a CARE, C-A-R-E-O-K-E, 
Um, that is tonight, Thursday, June 11th. Um, and then the Real Women's Film Festival is uh, continuing oh, yeah. the final days of that happening. Hump with Dan Savage. Uh, there's one more performance of that tomorrow. I love uh, him. We Where, do too. Is, it's Hump Fest? Yeah, online. Oh, they did it on, okay, all right. Yep, I missed they it. did it online Shoot. this year. Okay. So Good. Uh, I think you'll be able to um, you know, pick it up. I know he's doing a live stream on tomorrow night, the 12th, but I'm sure a lot of it will be available um, on Pornhub or other places. Um, the uh, Palm Springs Cultural Center's virtual cinema, um, they've got a, a performance of something, of a, of a movie called One Angry Black Man. Um, and we've got all the details on gaydeserguide.com. Mary Pickford is going to be opening soon, but for now they are uh, doing their Saturday popcorn pickup. So you can, uh, what's that? So fun. I highly recommend it. It is. It's so My great. only complaint is they don't have Junior Mints, which is my favorite movie food, but, <laughs> but I'll get them to work on that. Yeah. Um, and all the proceeds go to support their staff um, through this pandemic. And uh, let's see, what else is going on? A couple of surveys that we've got on our website and on our uh, uh, blog this week. Um, we are going to be continuing to do some fun events with the men event in New York City. And we've got a big gay virtual murder mystery scavenger hunt coming up on Saturday, June 20th. 25% mm. off with the code GDG25 when you register on our site. And a virtual gay speed dating 55 plus edition uh, is coming up on Wednesday, June the 24th. More announcements as Shannon and I work through some other fun things we're going to be doing there, too. Uh, the center's got a number of virtual events as well. And, uh, and so there's just a, a lot happening um, in the, quote, unquote, new normal of the world. And one more thing, Brad, if I can add, uh, Voices of Hope, the DAP big event that was supposed to be last Friday, they ended up postponing because of everything going on. They just announced that's actually going to be rescheduled for Friday, June 19th. And it's right. going to be a Zoom virtual free concert with and, and show with Kristen Chenoweth, Betty Buckley, Matthew Morrison, all sorts of amazing people. Um, so that'll be 7 o'clock on Friday, June 19th. They're and doing it on Juneteenth? They're doing it on Juneteenth. <laughs> also, I think uh, Lucy and Gail are doing a local women's jazz and live music streaming show on Saturday. Okay. And um, uh, Camelot just ordered their an outdoor screen nice. for the cultural center. So we're oh, going to be working on some stuff over there. Would it be a drive-in? That's what that's what I want to do. I want to do my live show as a car hop there, which I've been begging for a couple of months. But I think we all thought it was going to be over and there was, you know, we were going to be back to it. So they finally did uh, go ahead and order that screen. And I'm going to do a little walkthrough with them and look at how that might all work. So I'm excited to get to have my ear on that. And then um, I don't know if it's really K-Gay and Cathedral City, but there will be a live concert series on Sunday happy hour at 5 o'clock. There's, a, I think, Franz Jolie is already booked, and I'm booked, and Alec Mappa's booked, and a nice. handful of people. 
So we've got all that coming. That starts in July, the early July. Right. Oh, let's talk about Cathedral City because Trunks is opening up. I talked That's to Omar yesterday, who has the Trunks in West Hollywood. Um, so they've got both bars reopening. And uh, it's going to start out with a drag show. And, of course, Steve Vince is on is the dance be, floor. Steve is on the dance floor. Friday night will be happening. Uh, Runway has reopened already with food and uh, drink. And my understanding is, I believe Roost is opening soon, but I don't have the exact date for Roost opening. So we'll keep an eye out for that one. Oh, and Barracks, uh, I did talk to Scott, and Barracks will be opening Sunday beer bust. for Beer Bust. All right. <laughs> so we'll, well. See, we'll see how that goes. And well, they, got busts, a lot of, they have a lot of space. They do. So. Yeah, they speaking do. Speaking of busts, I wanted, I wanted to wish uh, Judy Garland uh, a happy late uh, birthday. Uh, you know, she was always late for everything anyway. So yesterday, the 10th of June, was her birthday. 98, and Michael, I think. 98. Michael Holmes, uh, who does the Judy show, is taking a little time off right now from the Purple Room. Um, but uh, he wanted to make sure that everybody knew it was Judy's birthday and to wish her a happy 98th birthday. And in two years... Who knows what two years is going to look like in our world? The centennial. Years, a centennial. Can you imagine what that's going to be like? I think Michael should, he's going to have to do like a McCallum Judy show or something. Oh, uh, man, it's got to be bigger. It's got to be bigger. bigger. No, it's 100 bigger. years of Judy. They had all the movies on, on TCM yesterday. I watched yeah. Easter Parade, A Star, or something. They had them all. Oh, that's Yeah, it was great. great. Well, we're and certainly all getting caught up on our television. Yeah, uh, you know, I yeah, I, I am haven't and I'm not. so much either. Have you seen anybody seen Upload yet? No. Ah, that's on Amazon no. Prime, right? Yeah, that's bizarre, and it's I, I like the first episode, so it engaged me enough to uh, to continue. I just haven't been. I've, it's funny, I've not been watching as much TV as I thought I would. I have. I guess I got, I got wrapped up in Rachel Maddow and a lot yeah. of the the news shows, so that took away time that I might have spent with uh, with others, but. Um, I wanted to welcome three new partners to Gay Desert Guide this week. Mod Floors, um, mod, a modern uh, store, floor store <laughs> in the heart of downtown Palm Springs. Uh, General Air Conditioning and Plumbing has uh, joined us. And also Trevor Wayne Pop Art. I met Trevor a couple of weeks ago over at uh, V Wine Lounge. He was hanging out with uh, Christopher Kennedy and their crew. And he said, I'll stop by the store. He's got these, this really great pop art. And uh, he uses bananas a lot in his pop art, but they are not meant to be phallic, Shan. Um, uh, but Why he's Shan? <laughs> we enjoy phallic. <laughs> <laughs> it's right next to Michael Weems' store, uh, the guy who had the anal bleaching side. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, and so that's a, that's a fun little block um, up there. There's some great little galleries there to check out, including Trevor Wayne Pop Art. And we look forward to uh, working with him as well. All right. I have a, I have a podcast or I have a Zoom meeting tonight with uh, Jeff Deneen Jones from uh, the Chamber, is putting it on with Alexander Rodriguez and uh, Rusty Waters. And I don't know, I'm, I'm going to actually play Name My Zoom Background. So I have iconic, you know, backgrounds of places, and we'll see how they do on that one if you happen to check it out if you're on Facebook. I, I now am a card-carrying gay. 
I've got oh, my, that's right. my I Love Gay Palm Springs Gay Desert Guide card. It's actually a name tag. Thank you, Brad, for that. <laughs> Very nice. You're most welcome. I think I have one for you, too, Shan. Great. We've been, we've been rebranded. <laughs> we Fabulous. have. We have. And this is Pride Month. Let's not forget, it is June Pride Month. A year ago, I was in New York City celebrating World Pride. My, what a difference a year makes. But certainly lots of things about uh, pride around the world. We'll have details next week on the event that Ron DeHart from our Palm Springs Pride is working on, which is a um, big event on June the 27th, the World Pride uh, simulcast, which will be zooming around the world. And we've got a lot of different articles about uh, things happening during this Pride Month, including LA Theater Works. They've got a pride collection of five plays that they are performing online this year and lots of other things happening. Oh, by the way, just heard uh, Modernism is on for the fall. Modernism is on, the board met yesterday and they have, uh, they've said it's a go. Cool. All Worlds uh, Annex, um, they will be reopening on July the 2nd with the outdoor maze open. They're not going to open the indoor maze uh, for some time, maybe never, we don't know. But the outdoor maze uh, is being redone and they will be opening up on July the 2nd. All right. Sounds cool. Well, on that totally gay note, <laughs> we'd like to say how glad we are to share our Thursdays or whatever day you watch us on. And uh, we love you Listen and we us. love Gay Palm Springs. Thanks for listening to the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Like us on Facebook at I Love Gay Palm Springs and on the homepage of GayDesertGuide.com.